Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, let's go. Hour number two on a Friday. Hope you're having a good start to your Father's Day weekend. Whether you're getting to see your dad, whether maybe you're not, maybe you're like me, you're not seeing your dad, but you're going to make sure to call him and tell him Happy Father's Day. Maybe your dad's no longer with us. Certainly a shout out to all those folks. Um, I always think of Craig Way with that. Uh, Craig tells great stories about his dad and the memories of his dad. Our man CB, Chris Bennett, out in the state of Washington, lost his dad in the last few years. Always think of him on a day like this as well. So if you've lost your dad, make sure you tell those stories. Make sure that you keep it going because there's so many times where I'll do something, say something, and my family looks at me like, well, there's your dad right there. Just keep doing that. You keep them alive that way. So happy Father's Day weekend to everybody. Chad and Zay with you. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Zay's dad is C.C. Collier, legendary basketball coach and driving instructor in the world, in the, in the land of the Bowie Bulldogs. Basically, everybody who knows how to drive in that part of town through a certain period, they know because of C.C. Collier. Hell, South Austin. After what I just went through, teaching my kid how to drive, whoo, I already appreciated the CC Colliers of the world, but I appreciate all of you that have been teaching those kids year because that's teaching my kid. Imagine teaching everybody's kid. That's so different. Right. He's teaching boys, girls. This one's got attitude. This one doesn't. This one won't talk too much. This one talks too much. This one's got a heavy foot. This one's got a light foot. I had to worry about one kid. Yeah. CC Colliers teaching everybody. Oh, I think he's throwing some kids out, out the car because they were wilding out. Acting the fool. Hey, Bucky, I can't talk to you right now. You stop calling me. Did he? Did um. he by, by the way, somebody on the text line gave you the big shout out for doing the extended schedule today. They know how much you enjoy hanging with Bucky and how much Bucky enjoyed having you on the show today. So thank you for your uh, thank you for your long service today on oh, the yeah. station. Oh, it's a blast. It's like two a days. We're in football yeah, right. season. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got that practice in the morning. Come back, practice in the afternoon. You know it's getting popping. Did you get hydrated between? I, I, stay get, hydrated. Okay, got stay the, hydrated. Got the water right here. Hey, yo, Chad, somebody threw this out there, which I don't know if I've told this story before, but CC and they said they looked up, I don't know, something on CC and saw this about them. Wikipedia, who knows what it was, some article. Mm-hmm. But do you know that he could have taken a Baylor gig? For an assistant role gig in the 90s. Yeah, we talked about that when Terry got the job. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, And, yeah, he referred Coach Terry instead. Yeah. And they were like, man, Zay, your life would have been completely different. Thank goodness. Again, one thing I could thank CC for, not taking that job and making me a Baylor Bear fan. 
thank you. Mm, yeah. That would have been tough. See, that'd be a weird little butterfly effect, right? That one little decision, oh, that would have changed your whole life. That's big time. Yeah. That raised me in the ATX. Oh, man, what a man. Hey, after after just sitting through this Flash movie last night, that it'll, it'll remind you one little thing can change everything. That's you got, it. Got to be careful. You that's be careful. it. Because I, I think CC knew what was going on in Waco during the 90s. And I early. see. He, he okay. kind of saw All it right. coming like, mm, this place looks a little sketchy. Uh-huh. Okay. Is, I don't know if people gotcha. are doing the right things around <laughs> here. Just saying. Uh, that's fantastic. Shout out to all the great dads out there uh, as we get ready for Father's Day, uh, whether it's a memory of your dad or you're trying to be a good dad or all of it. Uh, we hope you're having a good one today. We'll get into some Mount Rushmore talk real quick. We're also asking you for the lessons your dad taught you over the years. This one says, my dad always said a good friend is better than a good girlfriend. Wow. Sometimes it can be. Sometimes it can be. I guess it just sort it depends. Of, yeah. Just depends. Yeah. Just don't have a roommate too long. You don't want to be 40 with roommates. That's true. Good point. That's not a good look. I like this combo. My old man taught me not to waste a $20 buzz on a $2 cheeseburger and wait till you're 30 to get married. I didn't wait quite that long. My advice there would be definitely to wait longer than you think. I would wait. I always say at least 24, I feel like a good time. My parents got married at 22, but they're a little bit different. They were kind of mature for that age. I think at 22, people are pretty messed up. So to me, <laughs> I'd go 24 or after. I got married when I was like 28, and it, s- it felt at least, and that may, may just be me. I feel like waiting a little bit is okay. I say when you get off your parents' health insurance, oh. when you're no longer able. So that's what 26. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah right about 26, there. that's when. That's when? That's when. I like that. Yeah, everybody's the- different, but 26. Not bad advice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, Zay, we, uh, we were talking the other day. You brought up this great idea uh, about Mount Rushmore's. And, by the way, shout-out to Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods. He uh, will join us at 2 o'clock. Ketch is the first guy I remember talking about Mount Rushmore's, and we used to talk about it on the show we did, uh, So to put it into sports or food or music or whatever. And you were talking about the football side of it. So we're going to go into uh, you know getting everything everybody ready for football, getting ourselves pumped for football, and talking about the Mount Rushmores of certain teams. So some of it's pretty easy. Some of the slots are really simple. Some of them aren't. We're going to start today by celebrating the house divided, getting back together. We'll go Texas and Texas A&M. It's only players. Leave the coaches out. Only players, Texas and Texas A&M, Mount Rushmores. So Zay, to me, for you Longhorn fans, I mean, to me, three slots are full. Yes. It's the two Heisman guys and Vince. Correct. Right? Right. I've gotten te- we've gotten text in already on the Specs text line, and all three of those guys are on all the ones I'm seeing. This says Earl Ricky Vince, and our man CB goes with Tommy Nobus as the fourth. Ooh. Who'd you go with on your fourth? It was tough, but again, being in my early 30s, mm-hmm. I wanted to stick around somebody that I actually got to see. Okay. Even though I didn't see Earl Campbell, it would be an absolute joke if I didn't have him on this yeah. list. It'd be like, Zay, you need to be fired. And I probably would agree with you. But for me, yeah. number four, Colt McCoy. Going Colt. Going Colt McCoy. Okay. That dude was special. The, I mean, the dude can run accurate. Just didn't get that natty because he got injured, which is still devastating to this day. But, yeah, Colt McCoy, I think not just one of the best Texas players of all time, he's one of the best college football players of all time. And getting to see him, 
right after Vince, like the pressure that was put on him to perform and do well, and I think he exceeded expectations, Colt McCoy is that fourth dog for me. Interesting. Let us know who uh, we assume now. If you do have a different Mount Rushmore for Texas that doesn't include those first three, hey, let us know. But I think uh, I would go that way too. I went Earl and Ricky and Vince. Now my fourth, I went old school. I went old school, and I do love a good legend. I went Bobby Lane, kids. Oh, man. Because if your team scores like 40-something points in a bowl game and you literally do all of it, and you're that much of a badass, and you're that much of a multi-sport, multi-talented dude, and there's a story about you pitching against one of your big rivals, possibly drunk, and you <laughs> mowed mow them down on a baseball field, and all that stuff's out there. I'm going to go Bobby Lane. I thought of Nobus, definitely. Um, Colt, a consideration for some of our listeners. We had a we had one that threw my four and did say Bobby Lane, but then put Colt McCoy as kind of their, oh, if they had to have a fifth, it was yeah. what they were thinking of. I thought of Nobus and then more modern. I thought of Derek Johnson and Cedric Benson as two guys that I thought at least maybe were in the discussion for how badass yeah. they were. And then I also consider if you went on to have like a legendary NFL career, you went on to be a pretty big badass there, I'll give you some extra love too. Okay. You know, that resume to me kind of matters. So in terms of Texas A&M, Zay, I went with the argument of two Heisman Trophy winners to start with, Manziel and John David Crow. But you left John David Crow off. Yeah, I didn't see him at all. You went too far, and that's too far a- back. And this is A&M. I'm going to pick who I like. All right, so I need to Wait. know, did you put Johnny in your four? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so Manziel's there. Who are your other three? Mike Evans. Mikey, okay. I really love Mike Evans and kind of like what you just said, what he's done in his pro career, having all those 1,000-yard oh, seasons. Ooh, absolutely. I, I think he's one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. When we talk about all these guys like Devontae Adams and, you know, just these, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. over the years, just these really great wide receivers. Mike Evans' name doesn't get brought up enough. So, uh-huh. yeah, he's big time. Von Miller. Vaughn, yep. Vaughn Miller, man. Vaughn made mine. And somebody, Chad, who's very close to my heart. I could have put Miles Garrett, but mm, don't really. I thought of Miles. Not a Miles, but don't appreciate what he did to Mason Rudolph. At all. Okay. That was foul, so I had to throw him out there. Interesting. This is A&M, so again, whatever. Interesting line to draw, though. Okay. (laughs) Ryan Swope. Wow. Ryan freaking Swope. You did not just put a Westlake guy on your Aggie Mount Rushmore. That did not just happen. The dude was for real. And (laughs) I played against him. We're the same age. I played against him in childhood, in basketball. He was nice. Mm. If he would have played at Westlake in basketball, I don't know if I would have ever beaten Westlake (laughs) in my life. So thank goodness he didn't hoop. Thank goodness he was focused on football. I appreciate that, Ryan. But, yo, man, I again, Chad, you're right. It's very hard for me to give a Westlaker some love. It's very hard for me to give an Aggie some love. He checks both boxes for me. That's my dude. How about I don't know that? just because we've always been cool. But, yeah, man, Ryan Swope, why not? Why not? How about that? My first run through, I went Manziel, John David Crow. I went Dat Win and Vaughn. That was on that list too for me. That's the all-time leading tackler. He was an incredible player there. And so Mikey, it was between him and Mikey. 
And I love Mike Evans so much. I could put Mike Evans in and not feel bad about it. I could take either, uh, maybe take Dat or Vaughn off and go Mike Evans. I agree with your argument for Evans, man. He is an absolute badass. Miles Garrett was a guy I thought of, too. We've had people asking, do you make Justin Tucker the fourth for Texas? Why don't we also give just kickers and punters for free? We're out of control. Right? We don't need to we're, do we're that. We're kind of losing it. And remember, I will always say this: these are the two fan bases, Zay, that by the end of it, by the end of Michael Dixon's time in the NFL, I think it's either going to be Longhorns or Aggies that get to claim the greatest punter that ever lived. Right now, I think the Aggies get to do it because Dixon doesn't have the longevity. But as of this moment, I looked up numbers today, all-time Punting average for Shane Leckler is 47.6 yards. Right now, Michael Dixon is at 47.6 yards. Wow. Obviously a lot less time, a lot less all pros, a lot less pro bowls. we got to let it play out. But I think each each of these teams has the, the mark for that. And you guys, Longhorn fans, I think you've got an argument today for the greatest kicker that ever lived in Justin Tucker. Oh, 100%. You have the argument right now. There's other guys in that discussion, but Tucker is right there. So, I mean, theoretically, you could, but let's go ahead and leave the kickers and punters away from it like we're leaving the coaches out. That way we can give ourselves a little more versatility with, you know, skill guys, every down kind of guys. Yeah. But we understand kickers and punters with these two, pretty badass. Yeah, this might be my favorite list for the Texas side. Okay. Ricky Earl. V.Y. Cat Ostrom. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for that, but we do appreciate the love. If you're talking about the Mount Rushmore of badass Texas athletes, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, we're just going to keep it with football, but yes. Yes. Oh, man, I love you people. Some of the <laughs> dumbest numbers in the history of numbers, Cat Osterman. Oh, she was wild. Oh, my God, the domination there. Let us know what you think. Texas and Texas A&M, Mount Rushmore's of football. It really does feel like for Texas, it's about that one spot. What do you want to add to Ricky, Earl, and Vince? Some people are going with Colt. Um, Zay went with Colt. I went with Bobby Lane. Are you a Nobus person, or is there somebody else? I thought of Kenneth Sims. That okay. kind of a name? Yeah. I'm a defensive guy. You know I love defense, man. Kenneth Sims was the number one overall drafted player. He was such a monster and went on to a good, solid pro career as well. So there's a lot of names you could throw out. We're trying to get ourselves excited for this football season. Unfortunately, this football season will not contain Longhorns and Aggies. That's coming in 2024, but we thought we'd throw it out there anyway. Uh, let us know what you think. It is the Specs text line, 337-3776. Someone texted, that win has to be on the A&M Mount Rushmore. I know a lot of people uh, thought that. Uh, somebody else is throwing in uh, Case McCoy and Justin Tucker. All right, see, now you're just talking about the rivalry itself. Case McCoy and Justin Tucker had a great <laughs> night that night. Only one of those two deserves Ron to be in a McCoy. Yeah, and only one, McCoy. only one needs to be in a Mount Rushmore discussion. Come on now. I love Case too, but man, yeah, I, let's get him off that list. Somebody's asking about Kevin Smith for AM, all time interception leader at AM and Super Bowl champion. Pup was nasty now. A lot of those great defensive players for AM you could talk about. He might have one. Uh, somebody texted, Jordan Shipley saved our ass more than one time. He sure did. I want to throw him on that four slot. I'm not quite sure if he's – He might be that, the best wide receiver of all time at Texas. I've heard multiple people agree. I think Rod Babers agrees with you on that. I believe I've heard Rod say he believes. He's looked at all the numbers. He's crunched it. He's thought it all through. He's a guy who obviously watched a lot of receivers yeah, had, close up. At the guard. I believe he goes with Jordan as well. Oh, man. That punt return. <laughs> or was it kick return? 
It was Humble. a kickoff. Kickoff. Yep. Woo! In that game when Oklahoma had just gone up 11, if I believe. I believe that's true. Yeah. The touchdown made it 11. His return then kicked it back to three. The place came undone, you know, both ways. Uh, that was that's as good an example of what that game can be as anything. Just yeah. show somebody that like two minute stretch and tell me that game is not special. No, you're you're out of your mind. That was a bad white boy right there. He had Blazers, man. Yeah, that was a great play. That was a great play. All right, let us know what you think of the Mount Rushmores for those two teams as we get pumped up for 2024 in College Station. Still don't know when that game is going to be, of course, but we'll figure that out uh, well before game time, and we will let you know. Up next, let's talk uh, flex. Today, more visits, more offers, and one offer we need to revisit just to kind of make sure we understand what's going on. One of these guys will be watching how the offer list might change as he goes through his senior year. Coming up at 2.05, Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods. His thoughts on that SEC 2024 schedule and more. We hope you're having a good start to your Father's Day weekend. We want to know the lessons you've taken from your dad. Maybe it's good and bad over the years. 337-3776 on the Specs text line. Glad you're with us. It's the Horn. Chad and Zay. like the happiest way I've ever heard anybody sing I've got a contract out on you. It's almost like something I'd want to have happen. I don't recognize it, Zay. What do you got? Heat Wave. Gangsters of the Groove. Heat Wave. That's good stuff. Any idea on a time frame here? 70s. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Feels like at least 80s, if not 70s. Yeah, Heat Wave, Bruce Springsteen, Hall, and Oates. All a part of it. Today... Lots of uh, lots of text coming in. Specs text line 337-3776. Got a texter here says any Aggie list that doesn't include Pat Thomas is bogus. Ooh, I, see, I have to go back and check out the Pat Thomas numbers. That's way back. Um, that maybe that might be headed back towards like the national champion years. Oh wow! Like you going back that far yeah. for Pat Thomas? I'd have to double check when Pat Thomas was at A and M. I do not rec. I'll be honest. I do not recognize. That name um, for that's how you know he's old. No, I know. Yeah, that's that's one I was not didn't quite recognize. Let's see, defensive back. Uh, no, 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 not that far back. Okay, now seventy six NFL draft a cornerback Pat Thomas. My bad. Okay, a little before my time. Plano High. All-American player at A&M. Okay, there you go. Talking Mount Rushmore's for Texas and A&M in football. Lead the coaches out. Lead the kickers and punters out. We know both have very good versions of all that. Uh, but we're going with all the other football players. And, pre- and every single Texas one we've got has been Earl, Ricky, Vince, and somebody. The question is, who's that other somebody for Texas? And for you A&M fans, you want to go with the two Heisman Trophy winners and give us two other names, you can do that. Dat Wynn's been thrown out. Von Miller and Miles Garrett, Mike Evans, and some others have been mentioned as well. So we'll keep talking about that. We'll get Jeff Ketchum on from Orange Bloods at 2.05. Real quick check of that leaderboard at the U.S. Open. And Wyndham Clark still at minus 9 
for the tournament. He is now through 10 holes, so the lead right now at minus 9 at the U.S. Open. Fowler and Shoffley going to tee off a little later on. And if you're a Longhorn fan, Scheffler minus 3. And I've not seen Jordan Spieth's name. He must not be playing too well. I'll oh, he's is he way back? Oh, yeah. He was okay. like plus two yeah, I don't before see. the day started. Okay. Yeah, I do not see him in the discussion. Uh, Brooks Kepka plus one yesterday. And where did Rory do? Rory show. Oh, Rory minus four. He's uh, he's in it. And Scheffler's uh, at minus three, as I mentioned. All right. We'll keep you updated there. Let's get into a flex segment. We'll talk more visits and offers here. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. So, Zay, I guess we have to say congratulations to a flex athlete if they go visit OU or get an offer from OU. I guess the word is congrats. Yeah, we got congrats. Right? Uh, yeah, no, it may not be my thing. That's your still thing, big time. Still big time. Uh, J.J. Mays, the offensive lineman from Weiss, uh, is at an OU camp this week. We wish him nothing but the best. And, hey, if Norman's the best place for you, we hope all that works out. Uh, so congrats to J.J. there. That's a name we'll watch for this football season. The name Alex. Ali Scott might be one that's familiar to you. If you're an LBJ fan or otherwise, uh, Ali is uh, visiting Houston this week. And it hit me as I was reading about that, Zay, and you can check out at FLXATX on your social media. Now that they're Big 12, how does that, you know, that pitch feels a little different now. Definitely. Because uh, they've always had the notion of trying to find that, you know, trying to get that talent around Houston to notice them, come visit them, want to hang out with them, and, and maybe consider it. But now you've got a Big 12 discussion to have. For one season, you've got a game against Texas, right? They play Texas, they play Texas this, this year. year. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So for this year, for the, the guys that are coming in, there's a game with Texas. But moving forward, you can make that Big 12 argument that wasn't there before. So we'll see how many, uh, you know, how many – I guess how many recruiting lists for Houston change a little bit? Yeah, the talent in Houston is crazy. It starts with North Shore and what they've been doing and how they've been winning over the years, and it trickles down from there. So, yeah, if you're U of H, it shouldn't be that hard to just recruit in the area, kind of like what we see with Jeff Trailer doing at UTSA. He just flat out said, yo, I'm not trying to let anybody get out of San Antonio. I've seen this talent around here. If I can recruit here and keep these guys at home, then we can have a pretty good team, and they definitely do. You could do that at Houston also. So that's mm-hmm. some a team that University of Texas will always compete with when it comes to the recruiting, and it even got bigger now that U of H is in the Big 12. All right, so, uh, Zay, here's another name we've talked about. We, I may have mentioned yesterday about Paxton Land, the quarterback of Westlake, getting an A&M offer, but I forgot to look at the other offers yesterday. So I was like, let me pull this up because I couldn't recall who had offered Paxton Land. This is interesting. The other three offers I see for Paxton Land are Georgetown, UAB, and Valpo. Huh. Does Georgetown have a football team? I guess so. I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, so... Maybe something to pay attention to. Now, I might tell Paxton Land, but Zay says a lot. Hey, remember 
down the line. Remember who loved you first? Exactly. Remember who loved you first? Now that is the so A and M is the first like power five of really any regard uh, that would give him an offer. Now let's just see how that changes across time. Heck, we mentioned that early on with Adrian Wilson from Weiss, and that thing went crazy. Absolutely. Those offers really started to fire. So we'll see what happens with that one. But A&M in on an early offer there with Paxton Land of Westlake. Congrats to those kids for getting those offers, uh, for knowing that, that, you know, knowing that those options are out there for you. Uh, it's got to be such a good feeling. Let us know what's going on during the summertime. Visits, offers, seven-on-seven workouts, all those cool weightlifting videos we like, those training videos. Is there some random hill in you know in Dell Valley or Crockett or Bowie that nobody knows about and you you know you and your teammates are dragging hunks of metal up and down the hill or whatever probably not hunks of metal that would be un- unsafe what are they doing nowadays parachutes yeah parachutes or the ropes that they wrap around one another we're not we're not dragging tires anymore we're still dragging tires okay yeah what depends about, on where you at what about the heavy chains do we lay heavy chains on ourselves and run up the hill oh uh, I think it depends that seems on the resources you have okay yeah, it don't matter. As long as you got something heavy, you're good. I like a good chain and or rope workout. I like those. Yeah. We just add weight for no reason. Yeah, find a kid at the local daycare, put them on your back, and then run up a hill or something like that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, anything will work. Anything. Hey, do you have a little brother? Yeah. Does he weigh about 80 pounds? <laughs> Can you run up the – yeah. There you go. We want to see it. Yeah, walk into whatever daycare – Whatever's going on after school, and let them know, yo, who's the huskiest kid you got? That's not what I would recommend. And come on, yeah, let me borrow him for about an hour. We're gonna get some work in. They don't let you sign out the huskiest kid at the daycare to get an afternoon workout. How in. bad do you want it? <laughs> How bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be great? Not bad enough to go to jail. <laughs> For a crime against a daycare? We're not kidnapping the kid. That's why we're asking. The teachers will think you are? No. Come on now. Excuse me. Can I sign him out to be a weight blanket? <laughs> yeah, just weight blanket. I'm going to write that down. Is that good? Whatever okay. it takes. Not everybody has chains, Chad. Not everybody has tires. You got to deal with what you got. Oh, my God. Man, what'd you do today? Oh, man, I ran up the hill hauling heavy kids. That's what I was doing, heavy kid day. Yeah, what old girls say on Players Club, sometimes you got to use what you got to get what we want. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's your flex segment. We do it every day at about 1.30. We're talking uh, Mount Rushmore's for Texas and Texas A&M today. By the way, we did not mention this guy earlier as an option for that fourth Texas slot. Could be James Street. Ooh. James Street's a big-time name. That is a big-time name. Tommy Nobis gets mentioned again. Derek Johnson got mentioned again. This says Earl Thomas. Um, And, guys, whoever said Ramonts Taylor, we're not doing the highest players in Texas history. Oh, see that? I love Ramonts Taylor, but if we were doing that, it would definitely be him and Ricky. We have to figure out the other two. That is so, (laughs) so rude. Uh, Yeah, so James Street getting his love. This says uh, Aggie's Mount Rushmore is more like a kindergarten clay sculpture. That's ah. rude. Um, somebody else. Oh, and earlier someone asked if the sheep op- occupied a spot on the Mount Rushmore. That's rude as well. Um, we, we don't need that. Uh, let's see. Tommy Nobus. Yeah. All right, so uh, lots of good references there. Let us know who you might be adding to those last couple spots on your Mount Rushmores. Also, um, we've got Father's Day coming up on Sunday, and we're asking you for the best advice 
that your dad has given you through the years. So it could be good advice, bad advice, or whatever, just little things your dad has taught you. So what's your Father's Day plans? Like, what do you like to do on Sunday? This weekend, we are going to see my father-in-law. Okay. This is the first Father's Day since his wife died, right. since my wife's uh, stepmom died. So we're going to go give him some love this weekend and make sure you know we're, he's going to get taken out a couple times. And her brother and um, you know, so my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they're in town and everything. So we're going to be focused on him this weekend. My dad and I won't see each other. I'll probably call him on. So I'll call him on Father's Day as we drive home. And then, I mean, we usually go well, – actually <laughs> – we're, we usually eat, do do something like a meal on Saturday to avoid the crowds on Sunday. Ah, genius. Like that's... <laughs> yep, that's what we're doing tomorrow. Well, that's what we do for Mother's and Father's Day. Yeah. We try to do something either Friday or Saturday so we don't have to mess with the stuff on Sunday. That's smart. I like it. Yeah. yeah that's what we're doing tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my dad taught me how to tie my shoes. I remember that. Okay. Being a little kid. That was a big moment. That is big. Learn how to tie the shoes. Before the Velcro hit... Oh, my God. I mean, you had to learn. Yeah. You had to go through it. However you did it, loops and bunnies in the hole and all, whatever you did to, to get yourself to do that, he taught Up, me how to do over that. Over-under, loop-de-loop. The over-under, the loop-de-loop, yeah, everything. Uh, so a lot of good lessons uh, that have been taught there. But uh, my dad taught me how to – I don't do it, but we used to, he used to change the oil on the car in the driveway. Oh, that's OG. And I would help him so I could do it if I needed to. All the little steps of making sure you put the plug back in so you don't pour the pour yeah. the oil all the way to the ground and stuff like that. Yeah, he taught me how to change the oil in a car. That's a big one. Yeah. Yes. But, you see, nah, we weren't doing that. We're doing that. Hell no. Trust me, I don't do it now. <laughs> don't do it now. Don't do it now. My my granddad was all about that. He changed the oil and everything. My dad did the same way. Like they had just you know, quarts of oil laying around like it was an auto parts store. Yeah. CC taught me to mow the yard. Very early. Oh, that that had to be. That's interesting. Was he a big stickler for certain details? Oh, yo, <laughs> yo, man, he almost had a Joe Jackson moment with me because I mucked the yard up one oh, time. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yard. That was his baby over there. Uh, not just driving Tanglewood. Uh huh. And yeah, just a bad day for me. I don't know what I was going through. I wasn't locked in. Obviously, not focused. Yeah, not focused, and he didn't like it. And I think I messed the mower up too, and he didn't appreciate that. But after that, got it, got us right, got me straight. I was good. No more mess ups. Yeah, my dad was big on you know if you were gonna do that, he was he was big on the you know if you're gonna do it, do it right. That was yeah. one of his things. He, mm. My granddad would you know taught us that way too. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Have pride in what you do. One time I decided to mow the lawn and leave a letter in the grass like not mow a certain area, and I left a letter, and it was either an H or a C for my first name or our last name, and uh, I thought he would think that was cool. He didn't think that was yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> you're messing stuff up. He's like, what are you doing? What are you, mow that over. What are you doing? Yeah, it didn't didn't work really well. I tried to get all fancy while I was mowing the lawn. Uh, let us know what lessons your dad has taught you through the years. Somebody says, uh, dad's advice, integrity is the only thing you can take to your grave. Yeah, somebody sent us one earlier about, you know, your word is all that matters, right? The word matters more than anything. Once you lose that integrity, what is there? Yeah. That kind of a thing. I'll be a classy citizen. Best advice from my dad. There are more horses' asses than there are horses. What kind of advice is that? <laughs> I don't get that one. Y'all got to elaborate a little bit more. Fantastic. Oh, that is exactly what we are looking for today. That is awesome. Some great advice 
has been coming in. It is funny when you uh, funny when you remember what, <laughs> what sticks uh, about that. All right, uh, let us know what you what lessons you learned from your dad. Three three seven three seven seven six. Jeff Ketchum coming up at two oh five, talking some Longhorn stuff. Up next, it's where we at in society with Zay Collier. Don't move. It's the Horn. Chad and Zay. Rolling through a Friday, Boogie Wonderland. Um, Boogie Wonderland. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's not Casey and the Sunshine Band, right? No. Com- I mean, you're close. Commodores? No, Close. I don't know. Earth, oh, wind, Earth, wind, and, and fire. fire. Okay. Little E W. Why did I not know they were Boogie Wonderland? Didn't realize that. Earth, wind, and fire. Heat wave. Bruce Springsteen and Hall and Oates. All kinds of great text coming in. Lessons you've learned from your dad. Three three seven three seven seven six. This says pops always instilled in me. If a man can't keep his word, it's going to be even harder for him to keep anything else. Also, look people in the eye when you speak with them and are addressing them. Love you, dad. There you go. This one says my dad got me into rock and roll, Guns N' Roses, my first vinyl record. Nice. That is something my dad taught me. If you're good with it and you can handle it, take your kids to concerts. Yeah. Some of the best memories I've ever had and now it's some memories that I'm making with my kids. So, check that out if you uh, if you're good if you love music. This says my dad always said if it's not yours don't touch it. I am a 38-year-old virgin, so all right. <laughs> he said they were just kidding about that. This is better to be a smart ass than a dumbass. That sounds like something a dad would say. Oh, for sure. Right. Oh, that's a dad. Absolutely right there. Uh, This says, when I was going to middle school and high school and just starting puberty, my dad had a great quote. Women are like artwork. You can admire them, but don't cross the velvet rope. Okie dokie. There you have it. And I kind of like this one, Zay. Advice from dad, lesson from dad. Never throw the first punch. Throw the first two. All right. Yeah, knock his ass out. (laughs) Go ahead. There you go. Do it. Knock his ass out. And by the way, our man Chris Bennett. Has an idea for that fourth slot for Texas. He says, what about Earl, Ricky, Vince, and Ron McKelvey for the fourth <laughs> slot? But I, That's my dude, man. It's a heck of an idea, CB, but my response back to him was, wait a minute. Don't you have to have two spots for that? <laughs> I mean, come on. We won't explain that full story, but you know what Yo, I'm talking about, Longhorn fans. Lucky Gobbo. It was a little sketchy when he was drinking coffee all the time. Like, come on now. The dude was old as hell. Let's figure it out. I like Please. How, I like how that's what people would always say about McKelvey. Nowadays, kids that are nine years old are drinking coffee. True. Right? But, yeah, the fact those stories. Back from, then, though. Those stories from Bucky about him drinking coffee and reading the paper. <laughs> it's so funny. 
<laughs> it's fantastic. Walking around sandals and stuff. Oh my god. Bit, bit thick mustache giving yeah. people. Hey, never give up on your dreams. <laughs> Just never, never give up on your dreams. Like he teaches us a big time lesson. I appreciate. Ron, Weaver, McKelvey, whatever he's going by nowadays. Somebody texted, taught me what assume means. On the calendar on the wall, he wrote A-S-S slash you slash me. See, I didn't learn that one from my dad. A teacher is where I learned that one. Right. About how to, and she just did it as a way to remember how to spell, or how to spell the word assume. That's how she did it. That was her memory crutch. That if you, when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Ah, uh, okay. So she just remembered it how to spell the word. That's where I learned it from some, you know, social studies teacher or whatever. Someone asked, does Bijan make the list? Oh. I'm not dogging Bijan here. I'm just trying to give Texas football the compliment. N- no. No. He, he, I'm sorry. No. Even if Sark had done some of the things he should have done with Bijan this past year, I don't think he gets into that spot. Nah. We're talking Mount Rushmore. You get four spots. No coaches, so four players here. And the consensus unanimously has been that Vince Earl and Ricky are the other three. Low-key, Bijan barely makes Mount Rushmore running backs. Uh, right? Like Around here? Yeah. Deontay Foreman, I mean, he had a really good season, too, after Cedric Benson, Earl, and Ricky. I'd probably put Bijan in there just because he's just a great guy on and off the field, but a lot of people could argue that. This is some weird dad advice here, Zay. He says, men are like laying tile. Do it right the first time, and you can walk all over them for life. See, I don't know if that's – if you phrase that as like a beware. Like a dad to the daughter? That might, that thing? Maybe that's a maybe that's, that's a, what it is. I am a girl dad. Maybe I should be spreading that kind of lessons. Should I, I be teaching know. that? Walk oh all God. over them. Somebody else says Colt is their fourth uh, on that Texas Mount Rushmore. This says my dad somehow got me a spot uh, on a Cliff Gustafson baseball uh, baseball school at UT when I was like nine. I will never forget that week. It was so hot on that turf. Gustafson baseball camp. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, somebody said my dad used to say do what you're supposed to do so you can do what you want to. All right, that's good advice. Advice, lessons, stuff you got from Dad. We'll take more of that as we go on. Let's go where we at in society here, see what Zay wants to talk about today. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I need to go to Twitter? I've still got the Kansas City ring pulled up. Yeah, go to Twitter. It has to do with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. So Joe Burrow was asked the other day in the press conference, who is the best quarterback in the NFL? And he said the right thing. He said it's Patrick Mahomes. Till somebody dethrones him, it's Patrick Mahomes. It was the MVP and the Super Bowl champ. It was him. Mm-hmm. Later on, they asked Joe Burrow's teammate, Jamar Chase, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, who the best quarterback in the league was. He said the right thing and said it's his quarterback, Joe Burrow. And somebody went on to say, well, your quarterback thinks it's Patrick Mahomes and Jamar Chase commenting back, Pat who? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So. But, nah, I'm not, uh, neither one of these teams are my team, so I'm all for this. If you're not one of my teams, you throw out all this mess all you want. I yeah, and this has become a rivalry. They've faced each other yeah. in the playoffs a lot these last few years. Patrick Mahomes, after ring night, went on Twitter and posted a picture of him with both his rings and the comment that who 
with two ring emojis. Oh, no, 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 no. that's who. That's who, excuse me. Yeah, like that's Pat who? who? Yeah, that's, that's who. who. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> so That's Patty two rings to you, buddy. The rivalry is just getting spicier and spicier. Patrick hears everything. And look, if I'm Joe Burrow and I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm, ter- I'm telling Jamar Chase, can you shut the hell up, please? We don't need to give him any more fuel to have any motivation to go back-to-back and get him a third ring because that's the team that's gotten in our way. Even though they've been to a Super Bowl, that's the team that gets in their way when they lose. When Joe Burrow's the quarterback, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, and most of the time it's at Arrowhead. Yeah, they're going to file that one away, Zay. So file it away. I mean, come on, man. When somebody says – your quarterback says Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I respect that, but Joe Burrow's my guy. That's all you could have said. What's that line from The Wire about when you come at the king, you better be, you best not miss? Okay, when you face them, just make sure you take them out. Right. Make sure you they can ha- back all this up. And low-key, they've had their number before the playoffs. The Bengals probably have a better record. Yeah. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, but... Yeah, again, wasn't it like the first three times they played, Burrow won? Wasn't it like what or like th- the last three before? Right, he was three and zero before this last one. Correct. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had a little bit, but you know the man just got his second ring. By the way, do you think any of those Kansas City players have thrown up the deuce as many times as they threw it up last night? Oh, they're throwing it up. You know, everybody showed up with that idea. Oh, hey, who? Yeah. Travis Kelsey, by the way, that Steve Harvey suit ain't working, bro. A little too big. Oh, you're uh, no, not into that? that's not. Okay. Nah, we're in the fitted era. We're not in the baggy era. That day is long and gone. Steve Harvey, he ain't even wearing suits that big no more. So, if you were Tom Brady, would you be the type to respond to some of these tweets with just not, maybe not even a picture, but just respond to some of these tweets with two Super Bowl rings? That's cute. Or something like that. No, Tom. Would you be retired. that guy? No, he's an owner. He retired. He has to be more professional. Okay. He can't do those things. What if Joe Montana did something like that? The hell, his old ass? Too old to do it? Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't okay. be a good look. That's what I'm saying. You got to be comfortable with yourself. We don't need no yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's out here that are hating on the quarterback coming in to not take your spot. You retired but to take over the franchise you love. That's true. Be comfortable with your career. Those guys, they shouldn't have to say anything. Big Ben did retweet that Patrick Mahomes picture and say, yo, dog, I'm rooting for you when you face the Steelers. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. That's not true. I still have a huge problem with that. He's like, come around. He's come around on those feelings that you and I can't explain. I have no idea why. He I don't get it. It makes zero sense. Just pure hater. He, That's all that is. He did not play with him for one second. And he won two Super Bowls. I don't understand. Going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Like Kenton. They're already getting his head ready. I getting it all fixed. That big ass head of his. They get it all ready okay. and fixed up. I do not understand that broken nose. They're going to get it just yeah. right. Yeah, I don't understand that one at all. All right, there's where we at in society. We do it every day at 145. Be careful who you taunt. We'll see uh, how many times we hear that again about Jamar Chase saying Pat who. And, yes, Patrick Mahomes heard him, sent back the that's who with the two rings. That's pretty good. you got to admit, good response. 2 o'clock hour coming up. Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods to talk Longhorns at 2024 SEC schedule and some other things as we are 78 days away from the first Texas football game. Plus, why today matters on this June 16th, headed into the weekend. Massive birthday in music today and tomorrow. We'll tell you who they are coming up on The Horn.